This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time to drop the puck. Time for the Nightcap. Your home for news and insider info on your Vegas Golden Knights and the NHL. Let's hear from the goalie. Here's Lindsey Brown. Are we recording? We are. Do we just get that on there too? Oh, perfect! Well, this could not get we'll off. Have to, we'll have to edit. We'll have to edit that piece. But. No, Foosh gets all gold <laughs> per usual. You've taught me well. You've taught me well, Foosh. But we'll Don't just lie. We can't be working blue then. Okay. That's true. Well, we'll just jump right into it. This is the the nightcap, and we are sitting here on Friday, May twenty eighth in the year twenty twenty one, and it is the first time. That T-Mobile Arena will be hosting a Game 7 between your Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild, who have won two straight games, battled their way back in the series. And to discuss this matchup, uh, hockey in general is the, the guy that I lean on the most, the, the, the person that has helped formulate whatever kind of product concoction I am today is, is my dad on the other end of the line, the Fush quote of the day, in honor of said Fush. Whitney Johnson. Fushk, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me on the podcast. This is uh, the first time ever, and I think that you are a first uh, parent that I've had on, so I'm sure there will be no jealousy whatsoever across the uh, the trees of our family. But initial thoughts on, on tonight's game. You're obviously up in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and we know that the XL Energy Center is in St. Paul, but you're you're behind enemy lines for us here. How was uh, the confidence in uh, the land of 10,000 lakes and their, and their uh, quest to clinch a second round berth on the road tonight? Well, I, I you know, it, I'd say it's pretty high. I think that with the wind here, um, it kind of converts a lot of the pressure back to the Knights. Um, they're a better team. Uh, they're built to win now. I think the Wild's best hockey is in their future. Yep. And I think that um, uh, being up, Three to one, and now being even at three three, uh, put some pressure uh, on the Knights. Now that said, this franchise is three and zero in Game Sevens. True uh, that. Your coach is five and five and zero in Game Seven. So, Someone's uh, O must leave. Yes, yeah. Somebody, somebody's record is going to get uh, beat tonight. So uh, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, you are you're down some, clearly some uh, contributing players with. Uh, what is it, Pacioretty, McNabb, uh, Reeves, Reeves, and Krebs? Yeah. But uh, um, uh, it's it's this is playoff hockey. This is, it is what it is. These guys know that, and I, I think it's just going to be a, a I think it's going to be a tight game. 
Um, that doesn't fare well for my squad here, at least the squad that I cover down here, because that's kind of basically what game six turned out to be because all the scoring was in that third period. But I, I've said on the show the last couple of days, Foosh, it's when, when you keep the Golden Knights off the scoreboard, it's, it's going to compound pressure more and more as the game goes on. And so they start beating themselves. And so it's just Minnesota, you're a muskie waiting in the weeds, hoping that your prey just goes into the right spot. And then you go, snap it right out of the top of the water. Right, Foosh? Just like off the end of the dock. (laughs) Well, I I think uh, um, first goal is going to be huge because the fortress could be rocking or the fortress could be quiet. And I think Zach was on. Uh, with uh, with uh, with PA and uh, said, you know, it's it's there's something he said unbelievably fulfilling and gratifying to silence a building, oh. uh, particularly when it's rockets as yours, and uh, um, it, it would just really put it back on their heels. When, yeah, when I, I looked at this thing, it, I, you know, you can't believe the, the exceptional goalie play from both sides at, at, at certain times. It's it's. Uh, uh, I got I got some I got a stat here, Lindsay. Um, oh, you do! Uh, Look at you coming prepared for your first well, ever you gotta, visit you, on the nightcap. What do we do? We Look at this! Right? Yep. yep. Some people are ready, and some people are prepared. Fushk, we are the <laughs> latter. <laughs> uh, Flurry's got a one six six goal against in this series, a nine three five save percentage. He's, he's uh, made one hundred fifty three saves. He's got a shutout. Conversely, yep. uh, Talbot's two oh one, and the goals against nine. Three seven, so oh. yeah, obviously a little bit better, but not much. 189 saves from the uh, debacle where you know, we outshot 40 to 19 or whatever it was. Yeah, got two shutouts, so you got two goalies just playing exceptionally well. I think the difference is there's some grams that go in the right side of the pan in the favor of the Knights. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, um, playoff savvy and, and players that have played in big games before. Certainly, Flurry um, having won a cup. Three in a support role, yeah. in a couple of cups. Mm-hmm. I, I just think he's he's uh, um, uh, uh, he, he's uniquely qualified, and he's really on top of his game. It's really fun to see a guy who's what what is he thirty seven playing it's just such a thirty five thirty six. Yeah, it's yeah. it's bizarre, Fush, because you obviously spent uh, a lot of those hours in, in goalie training with me while I was doing all of the work. You were taking it all in, and and while you were witness to to greatness from a very young age. Um, it's, it's really fascinating and, and super impressive. Like you said, that Fleury is playing at this level, but for him to maintain for how long that he's played. And like you said, he has the, the pedigree of winning. He knows what, what a big moment is a game seven. He's that, that 2009 save off of his shoulder on Nicholas Lindstrom in the waning seconds of that third period is arguably, and I think the the greatest save ever made, it doesn't get more pressure packed than that. But the work no, that exactly. goes on away from the the actual gameplay, while we don't really get to see that that much, you know, he he's a guy that can get streaky. He's been so solid all year. You, you and I have talked, you know, uh, many hours about about how special his campaign has been and how Vesna is very much uh, in the conversation. But as you said, it, the, the separation between these two netminders is is uh, like was it two hundredths of a, of a point of of yeah. a save percentage, and so. Yeah. It's as the series has progressed, like you said, it, it's tightened up and, and the looks aren't all, all the same. There's not a lot of rebounds to, to, to put away. There's not a lot of space in front of the net to set up shop. But it's, it's that grind mentality that you have as a goaltender when you're preparing for these moments. And it's the grind mentality that the teams will have in the game actually tonight. And 
while you're saying, well, there's there's experience in the in the Vegas Golden Knights room. There's there's playoff uh, uh, just experience that they can lean on. But we've already highlighted that they're missing a few names. They're not feeling themselves in any way, shape, or form. The offense has dried up. And so, well, yeah, you're facing off against the Vegas Golden Knights in their in the fortress and and certainly at the peak of their powers in theory, but not in actual practice, at least in the last couple of games that we've seen. No, you're right. I think the Wilds have done a, a good job of frustrating them, kind of uh, taking away some neutralized stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've they've managed to to minimize some of their mistakes, the unforced errors. There was one that came to, to mind the other night that uh, Brodine passed one up the rail. And he like, put it on Petrangelo's stick. He fires it in. It went through the maze and that. And um, Dumbo got it in the corner. He was – High boiling point guy, right? But mm-hmm. he, he he got a little excited and over it went. Put it in delay of game, power play, night score. Um, and if seemingly, you know, when you handle the puck, what a couple hundred times a game as a as a top four defenseman, you know, these things are going to happen. But mm-hmm. you, the, the unforced errors, I think they just they've been a that example notwithstanding, the unforced errors they've done a real good job of of avoiding them. Um, and as we've talked, sometimes the Knights are, are uh, their forwards are anxious to get out and they play a little higher. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you're missing McNabb. You know, is he a top four guy? You'd have to answer that, not me. But I, I would put him in that conversation. And uh, we've done a good job of being able to pin him in and, and, and frustrate him. And I think that's maybe been the difference. Um, and then capitalizing on, on some well, it has to be extraordinary shots. Uh, the first goal to open the thing, the Fiala to uh, Hartman goal. I mean, oh, man. He had a chance. No but, chance. I mean, none. You put the board up, he would probably would have hit the corner. You even, know? <laughs> even on the third goal from Bukestad, I'm like, please, go more in neutral through the neutral zone. Like, just that, that la- lackadaisical pass that gets picked off. It goes up to Bukestad. Bukestad was a captain for the Florida Panthers. Like, Marcia So and, and Riley Smith are very familiar. Like, a lot of people are. But he's not exactly <laughs> going to make anybody's hands team. He's going to be serviceable. But Marc-Andre Fleury went into full, full-blown uh, freestyle turtle and went for the yeah. poke check. But that's... He went for the poke, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Play, but, well, at that, um, well, what else is going to work? He's just, he can't do anything else because his team, like you said, in game five, we have that shot disparity, especially in that second period where it was like 23 to two or something where the Vegas Golden Knights were out shooting the wild. But then in game six, it's reminiscent of a game I saw many years ago where uh, your high school team was outshot to that level. No, was it Blaine? Sections? Yeah, the district semis. What it um. The Wild absolutely cannot give that kind of disparity up again. I mean, no. when I look at the shots, there's a 46-shot disparity in what those two goaltenders have faced this series. So, um, um, you know, that's, what, seven a game or something? Mm-hmm. Um, but that can feed the beast, though, just like it fed me when we played Blaine, when you're getting peppered. It's it's. I, I went into, the, like, this mindset, it's me against the world, and I don't have D, right. I don't have forwards. It's literally me holding up the weight against the world. And as yeah. you make saves, you're like, oh, my God. Am I amazing right now? Am I a brilliant goaltender? Like, obviously, but that's where I think the, the Golden Knights are kind of working themselves into when they have games like that where there's that shot disparity where they just keep firing and hoping that something happens without I, – I don't even know how you counteract that, though, Fush. Like, as a coach yourself, like, if you're a team that's putting a ton of pucks on net and nothing is going in, what's your next move then? Like, how do you break yourself out of that cycle and hopefully find some light somewhere else? Because I, I think that's really the, the crux of the problem for the Knights team right now. Well, I would say traffic 
and, and keep shooting, boys. Keep shooting. With traffic in front, I, I don't care how good he is. You know, something's going to. But they're getting blocked. They're getting blocked all the time, Fush. Yeah. Everybody's getting stickers well, it, on the helmet. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. It, it, and But that's a dangerous way to live. You know, that, and, and I think most coaches would say that's a horrible strategy to say, oh, we're going to let the Knights wear out their hands and arms on shooting, and then we're going to yeah, jump in. And that's get true. So I was like, okay, um, <laughs> good for you. Uh, we're happy for you. I don't think that's going to work. Right. But uh, um, it, it's, uh, maybe that's where it tilted back to the uh, Talbot, just like you indicated, just said, I'm going to – I'm hoisting these boys up on my this whole thing up on my back, and I'm going to take yeah. it for 20 minutes. And he, and he did, but uh, um, that cannot happen tonight. But for either uh, a team in terms of a, of a big shot straight, and I don't think it will. I think we're going to see some pretty tight play mm-hmm. um, to start. Everyone kind of avoiding making a mistake. Um, um, but I that's a that's a out. way to die, though, Fouche. Like every cliche says, play, play to win, don't play scared. Like I think. If I'm Vegas, I'm trying to get Minnesota skating. Like, I'm trying to break up some of the congestion around this game. Because, like you said, it's going to be tight checking nonetheless. But we don't have to feed into it. Like, let's have let's have the – let's make Minnesota basically, like, rope us down like a rodeo style and then force us to play physical. Because I think if we get – if, if the Golden Knights get them skating, that's where they can find those edges, especially through the neutral zone. It's just it, – they get right. put in a box. And, and Minnesota's well, and so good at, 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 at coaxing them in. So- and some of these other guys, uh, uh, I, I'm trying to think of hand. Well, Stone, Marcia, so um, um, uh, Tuck um, will really um, have the opportunity to shine. And they don't need, but Tuck's proven. Tuck would score tonight. Point five goals. No, Stone is, I guess, with five, but Tuck's right behind him. Yeah. They've proven that they don't need much. And um, um, the, as good as the Minnesota defense is, and I think that's probably, you know, we always build a team from the net out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, their 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 top four have really played well, and the their last pair with Cole, former you know uh, uh, Stanley Cup winner with uh, with the Penguins, and now new kid mm-hmm. um, Addison have been surprisingly good. Yeah, because Susie's and, still Susie's but, banged up, right? I mean, Susie's out, right? He's banged up. I believe so. I, I, I they they were kind of whispering some yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you might see him next series. Might if there not, is a next but, series, uh, yeah. It'll be shocking scene tonight. But uh, it's, it's – you guys going to get last – you're going to get last uh, uh, Change. shift. Or, yeah, or, um, that's um, true. So you, the matching will, will be in your event. And, and, and DeBoer has been good about that. Mm-hmm. And he's – I think he likes to have uh, – who is it? Is it a Spurgeon and Suter, I think, out against Stone? And, you know, sometimes with the last, <laughs> with the last change, uh, he'll be able to – to tilt uh, tilt the uh, the ice on some of those and, and right. Stone has proven. Um, uh, it was funny. Uh, the commentator up here, Wes Walls, said uh, um, it's amazing, or maybe it was Carter. Uh, uh, it said it's amazing to me. Stone is not moving his feet. He's just standing in the corner or uh, 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 um, on the dot, flat footed with a puck, and still he's he's dominating the ice. He can thread the needle so well. Mm-hmm. Now imagine. It, it, Taking your your example, uh, if we can get his feet moving, you know he's he's really good, uh, sneaky good, and um, in this I think this series has really proven that um, that he's truly the leader of the Knights. Remember that goal he scored, and then just really got jacked, and, and that kind of uh, changed the the tone of that game. And uh, um, they, they've got a, a two good coaches, right? Uh, um, both have played in the sevens before, and or coached uh, some sevens. I think. Uh, 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 wild coaches played in some uh, sub sevens, right. and players but, on both sides have played in them to different uh, different degrees. 
And um, uh, I just think it's going to be a, a heck of a game. And it's uh, kind of sad that, uh, that uh, one team is going to uh, pack their equipment for the last time to, after tonight's game, but, mm-hmm. but also uh, maybe it speaks to the, uh, to the um, uh, strength of the, uh, uh, of this, uh, what is it? The con the West, the conference, whatever. right. The West division. It's, it's, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's it's one of the things that really it, it sucks about hockey, but what it's what makes it special. Like you said, somebody's gonna their season's gonna end tonight. Like you're never gonna be with these with these uh, teammates in the right. locker room together ever again. Like I remember having tons of conversations in, in college and high school when you were still coaching me, even in summer teams, because it's just like you're never gonna be within that moment. It's never gonna be Kirill Kaprizov's rookie year, and and yep. so many things change for for many teams. You know, just in a few right. short months. But as we, we kind of highlighted at the beginning of our conversation, Fushk, it's there's so much pressure on on the Vegas Gold Knights, on uh, undefeated in Game 7, Pete DeBoer, who was brought in to to take that, their game to the next level. Yep. And Minnesota has surprised everyone. And while it, it's great, it's awesome, if they go out and lose in Game 7 down here, it's not like people are going to be crying. It, it's not People are going to be disappointed because it, it's been magical. But it's not where it's this massive letdown and disappointment. And so you got to hope that, that type of pressure helps propel the Knights forward rather than push them down. But it just, it, it like you said, it's about setting that tempo. It's about getting that big time first goal. And maybe it isn't, it isn't even about that first goal because Mark Stone, like, like you said, scored that, that first goal in game five, but then Minnesota responded back right away. And, and that's the same thing that happened in game two when, when Minnesota went and scored and then Marcia so scored back right away and then it shifted the momentum. And so, I, I've been saying it's all about their ability to box, uh, to bounce back, uh, to yep. let those those negative thoughts and feelings that that Justin Johnson taught me uh, from your dollar, obviously, to to make me mentally tough for for all the times in the cage where it was extra lonely. But it's just it's been such a unique opportunity. At least we've gotten to see these two teams go seven games and definitely have fueled the fires of the of the rivalry, which is really why the divisions were uh, realigned a few years ago, because that's why the Wild face off against Blackhawks all the time. Uh, Fushki was just the absolute worst, but there's going to be some (laughs) bad blood going forward, and uh, I'm really excited to be in the building for it tonight. I wish that you could come down here with me, but we have to become a little bit more big time before we can start calling those shots around here. (laughs) Well, you're absolutely right, and and, and touching on something, I think the Wild have seven players whose contracts expire. Yeah. Freeze off one of them. At the end of con- uh, at the end of the season, so there will be changes, and I'm sure there will uh, on the nights as well. So yeah, know, well, especially if they lose this the round, it's going to be <laughs> there's going to be quite a resuscitation happening. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, but and then and then also, your treat is to go to Colorado and play a rested avalanche team. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they, they swept. They, no, ain't no problem with the Blues. We thought that they would at least soften them up a little bit, but all of those bruises are going to be healed over. You're absolutely right. And oh, so, yeah. And they're young legs. Most of them are young legs to begin with. So, exactly. Um, I, I think you're just going to, you know, you're walking into the proverbial hornet's nest there. But uh, um, we can't look past that. You know, yeah. whoever's going to go there Sunday, it, uh, you have to win tonight. But it speaks to the strength of the, uh, of the conference. It's just, it, it's extraordinary. And, and it's fun. Because I think uh, um, Knights built to win now, certainly yep. Abs, uh, Young Legs built to win now, and, and, and the Wild getting there. And uh, um, it, it, it speaks well to certainly to tonight's matchup and to whoever advances. I, I think it's going to be a, a very good series, but also to, to, uh, to, to the future, too. That uh, um, great teams in the East, but I really think uh, um, the, 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 the 
scale is, is, is leveling itself out. Right. It's a good time to be a hockey fan, whether you're in the desert southwest in the land of 10,000 lakes or the most uh, awful place on earth in Boston. I mean, it's 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 <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's a great thing. I do have to make a confession before I let you go, Foosh, because okay. I figured I just this is just too good of an opportunity. And we are in this business for the content. I got a tattoo last night. I got another one. So I just wanted to fill you in. <laughs> you got a tattoo. So is, is this a, a huge puck and a, and a glove on your neck? Not that one, no, huh? that's the next session, Foosh. That's, that's the one the that you and I were planning together. You, I was going to get the neck that's one, right. and you were going to do the fo- right along the forehead line, I think we discussed yeah. when I was home a couple yeah. weeks ago. No, but I got one. It's like a super small one on my arm. It's like a circle. Mar and I uh, got matching one. So I, it could it could be interpreted as a puck if you want it to be, but that's not how <laughs> I view it. But if that's how you would like to, this is maybe this is how I introduce the, the new ink to all of uh, my family. It's just like, what do you want it to be? <laughs> Well, then, uh, then, so I have a confession uh, on your podcast as well. I, I'm thinking on the forehead, um, respect to you, uh, fear none. <laughs> Maybe a little too much. Uh, what do you think on it? You let that marinate. Maybe, yeah, uh, I like that a lot. I, I <laughs> We can workshop a few things. We might have to do like an underline, maybe a bold italicize, but the world is our oyster, Foosh. Can I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy schedule on, on such a special day to join us? We'll have to do it, obviously, again soon, especially if uh, – the off season, which will come here eventually for, as you said, one team will experience it tonight. Another team will experience it some other uh, yeah. time, but right. we're going to need to pump out this content. And I know we can milk this thing for all it's got. <laughs> We've got plenty, but uh, thanks again, Fush. I appreciate you. And uh, this has been the nightcap on CBS sports radio, 1140 happy game seven people. Hopefully by the time you listen to this, we're on the other side and we're ha- a lot happier. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.